Good morning, family. Welcome to another episode of Inside the Armor. I'm your co-host, Boone, and I'm joined by my principal, purposeful partners in podcast prosperity, Joe, Russ. And collectively, our mantra is iron sharpening iron, one podcast at a time. Hey, What's hey. up, fellas? What's happening? What's up, big brother? All right, so our <laughs> goal today is to talk about gold. Goals. Yeah. Yes. Talking about goals, man. And um, and do we have them? How do we get them? What do we do with them? I'm right. Just, I'm excited about this. Me too. Me too. I, I had another little question running run, throw in there. Why? Like, why do we even need goals? For real. Why yeah, I just I just thought about that just on the fly. I said, you know, why, you know, because I'm always thinking, why like why do I even need to set a goal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. So anyway. Yeah. I know we can get into it, but a lot of questions, a lot of questions. That's a good question. So I have, I'm going to ask a question um, off the break, man, because, okay. you know, when we were, when, when this, we first started talking about this, um, I had a question for you guys. Like, mm-hmm. do you have goals? That's one, one question. And then mm-hmm. um, I'm going to add one to it is how are you, how are you, if you do have them, how are you going about achieving them? And that's the second question. Do you have them? Do you have them, right? And how are you going about achieving them? Mm-hmm. All right. So, yep. and how do you, you did say that. That was, that was, that was how you opened it up. Um, and um, I definitely had them. I think, I, I think when you asked that question, I, I, I think I, I chimed in saying I remember, you know, right out of high school and college, reading a book on goals, and you know, I just caught on to it was one of the first things that I um, that I really caught on to, and and uh, so anyway, yeah, I, I've been writing down goals since I think I I, I read you all that book since nineteen, I think writing my, down my goals since nineteen eighty eighty eight, yeah, something like that. So anyway, yeah, um, I definitely been writing them down. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. What about you, Boone? Yeah, my uh, biggest uh, pain point, if you will, is not writing down goals. Mm-hmm. I keep them in my head. Right. I keep the progress in my head, but I don't write. The, I don't write down the goals. Yeah. And and that's a that's a big problem. And so hopefully, by the time we're done with this podcast, I will have gained some insight. <laughs> Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, well, no, it's no, hopefully you will. You will, yeah. That's uh, that's for real, because, and and for me, I, I, like you, Bone, I wasn't a goal writer. You know, I would have goals set in my head or things that I wanted to accomplish. And then uh, I would get so frustrated because one, I can't, I couldn't seem to get anything I wanted, right? Um, And then if you if I didn't, as I've learned uh, since then, if I didn't write anything down, then how do I go back to see if I've accomplished those things that I have had set as goals, or or set as as accomplishments that I wanted to achieve? So that right there made sense to say, okay, well, yeah, I need to at least write it down so I can go back and look at it and regurgitate it, and you know. Uh, 
maybe maybe set some plans to achieve it. But until I've done that, until recently, it was all head work, <laughs> no heart work. Sure, sure. It is interesting because I, I did some I did some research actually on it, and um, I was surprised in finding out um, you know some information that I didn't know. And, and one of the things that, that I and this is according to numerous studies, and you know you can Google anything and find out about it. Obviously now, but I, I found two different sources, and and both of them said um, that it showed. In numerous studies show that 3% of the population, and I'm assuming the US population, mm -hmm. um, uh, they, they the only, let me back up. They, they said that um, only 1% of people or less actually write down goals. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I thought that was interesting because I, I don't know, I thought that it'd be higher than that. Um, and I know everyone, like to your point, you, know, you, you keep me in your head, I think most people have goals, you know, and it could be, you know, making money, retiring or whatever it is. But I was surprised that, you know, again, less than um, it, it said around 1% actually write them down. And I just thought that that was, you know, amazing. I just thought, you know, uh, because I guess because of my experience, my mentor telling me early on, I remember one of his things he used to always tell me, uh, Ron, you know, shout out to Ron Smith. Uh, he used to say, Russ, um, <clears throat> people don't plan to fail. They fail to plan. And you know, I know we've all heard that before, but I remember him, you know, telling me that when I was, geez, 18, 19. And, and I said, man, I got to start playing. And so, um, again, I just think that it's a, it's something that, um, who, no matter where you are in life, I think it's something that you could benefit from by, by, you know, doing some new goal setting, you know, figure out a plan to write it down and, and so forth. But anyway, I just thought that was interesting that majority of people don't, don't write down goals. You know what's what's interesting about that stat you just gave um, mm -hmm. when when we always hear about the the uh, quote unquote one percent that are the high achievers, the one percent that has uh, yeah. that makes most of the money, the one percent that um, have have the the major companies and the major businesses. Mm -hmm. So when you go back and, and study those one percenters yeah. that we all uh, love to hate. One of the things that they do is write down their goals. Yes, they do. And, they, and that's how they be they they achieve a lot of them because they have them set before them, you know? That yeah. right there is powerful stuff. That is real powerful. Real powerful. Yeah. Yeah. So boom. Yes, sir. Tell me about tell me about the uh the setting, you know, having the goals in your head part and um are you do you find that you're having any success in meeting those goals you know the ones that you have in your head or and i and this is not a a, a point i'm not pointing my finger at you but you mentioned that and i know that i've i've sat in your seat still do on a lot of occasions i've sat in your seat where i keep it in my head but how how is your success rate with that how is my success rate mm -hmm. With your head, um, meeting those goals. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Meeting. Um, I have not been too successful, uh, but what I have done is to keep at it. Mm -hmm. In other words, if I if I don't achieve a goal, that doesn't mean that the goal goes away. 
Right. 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 And even if it means that I have to uh, adjust those goals mm -hmm. and make them more realistic, if you will, then I've had success that way. Um, I've had success keeping the goal as the goal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like mm -hmm. it. I like it. I like that. So, so if I'm at the 50-yard line mm -hmm. um, and I get sacked, that takes me back to the 40-yard line. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean that the whole series is lost. It's like, okay, it, it, it's, second and, it's uh, second and 20. Right, right. All right, so... I, like I can I can do a seven yard pass that that'll take me to third and thirteen. Mm -hmm. And what I'm saying is, at second and twenty, it's not like okay, let's just run the ball and and look forward to punting. No, no, you got to You got to keep going at that goal. And and I'm not patting myself on the back, but but again, if I if I don't achieve, that doesn't mean that the goal is not meant to be achieved. It just means that I have to call an audible every now and then. Yeah, I that's, like that. great, that, that's a great analogy, bringing it back to sports, because a lot of guys, uh, a lot of us can relate to that sports stuff. And um, yeah, yeah, I like that, Moon. I, I like that because even if you have to punt, even if you have to punt, doesn't mean that you still won't score. It's right. just you have to readjust, readjust the game readjust and the game. in a different way, man, and come up with great a different point. play. But the, the goal is still to get across the, the end zone. Oh, man, that's good. Wow. That is, that's good. That's good. And, and I think we talked about it the other day when we were just briefly talking about this. Um, I said to myself, because I've been writing them down, and, and there's been a season in my life where I had stopped writing them down. And I think I even alluded to you guys that, um, you know, based on the storyboard, uh, not story, well, that's a storyboard, yeah, what they call dream boards that, mm -hmm. that you had done, Joe, which oh, yeah. I know a lot of people know about dream boards, but after you exposed your dream board and sent it to us, I was like, man, I need to dream bigger. So my point is, I think goal setting, no matter where you are in life, like, like if you've never written down a goal ever, I don't care if you're 20, 30, 70, 80, the beauty of it is, you know, to your point, Boone, you can, you know, you can call that play, you know, you have another chance to make another play, yeah. And you can you can set goals at any stage. And I, I think it's, again, just my experience, I know it has been imperative to achieving the level of success that I have. Have I achieved every goal I've written down? No. But I think I, I told you guys I've achieved a lot of them. And, it, and it's, it's, it's actually, I, and I was laughing, the, but this morning when I was looking, I said, you know what? Life is actually a game, mm -hmm. right? Um, and, you know, like you just made a great analogy, Boone. It, it really is a game. So, you know, so I achieved some of those goals. So, like I said, I, I, you know, I got a couple of first downs, got a, you know, a couple of touchdowns, but it's still a game. So I need to, you know, set more goals so I can get more touchdowns, get more, you know, first and second down. Like, you know what I mean? Like there's always, you're always in perpetual motion. And I think it's, uh, you know, if, if anything's learned from this podcast is, uh, you know, you can set goals and write them down at any time yeah. and you know, see if it does work because it might work better for you. Um, yeah, you have to, you have to, you have to adjust your goals based on things that happen. Life happens. Life yes, happens. It does. I know my favorite team uh, started the season uh, expecting to, to go a long ways. Uh -huh. They right. didn't expect their starting quarterback to 
to go out for the rest of the season. Yeah. Didn't, didn't expect their starting running back to miss yeah. four games. Mm-hmm. And so when those things happen, you, you got to make adjustments. Mm-hmm. Yes. You still have the same goal. Like mm-hmm. if your goal is to win the Super Bowl, when you start off in training camp, your goal is to win the Super Bowl. If your starting quarterback goes out, are you going to say, well, we got to, we got to, uh, tape uh taper down our goal to just making the playoffs no you gotta you gotta whoever your backup is or if you gotta get a backup uh in the draft or whatever mm-hmm. well not in the draft because the draft is already happened but if you gotta uh sign somebody a free agent right then you still have to go towards that goal absolutely, absolutely. and and you know i'm i'm my team has lost five in a row right so we're just trying to make the playoffs right now. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, even with that, think about it, man. They, your your mm-hmm. team lost five in a row, it, right? You know, since we're staying on that on that topic, mm-hmm. but every Sunday they still show up to play. Hey, that's it. They show up to play. That's right. Yeah, that's good. That's yeah, good. They, they show up to play. Look, yeah. I was they, I was watching, uh, uh, and right now uh, there's there is a team uh, that's in the league that's having a, a really bad season, uh, and they they're the Detroit Lions. They're having a bad season, right? Mm-hmm. But those guys are still in it to win. They're still in it to win. They're still coming out to play. And 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 that's how we have to continue to work towards those goals. You got to keep showing up and keep keep plugging at it because eventually something is going to something is going to open up. A door is going to going to breach for you to be able to walk through and succeed in that. And so don't don't we should never give up on uh, the goals, but we have to make sure that the goals that we're setting are achievable, uh, you know, one goal at a time, one, one podcast at a time, right. That's our mantra. Yeah. One goal yeah. at a time, man. And, right. and, and just work towards it, uh, have a plan for it. You know, it's, it's a difference to just coming out and saying, I want to do this and then sit back and wait for it to happen. And then there's another thing to say, I want to do this and then have a plan structure to get there mm-hmm. I, I mentioned that um one of you know like i talk about my mentors um jim Rohn, one of the one of the mentors that i have who has passed but i listen to a lot of his messages and one of the things he says is you have to have it written down and then that way you can start working toward it and and you may set the plan let's say let's say you're an 18 year old kid mm-hmm. say i want to make I want to make a million dollars. So that is not un- an unachievable event. It will be, a, it may be unachievable to make it by next week, mm-hmm. but in reality it is, but uh, 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 you can set that goal and make plans towards that goal and, and things will start to happen and you'll get closer and closer to it. The next thing you know, It'll be in your rear view mirror, rear view mirror. You're talking about making your next million. Yeah. No, I like that. That it's funny. You see, you brought that up, Joe. That was one of the things I was thinking about this morning. Um, with my young mentees, I remember uh, doing a goal. Um, uh, it wasn't a class. It was an exercise. 
and this is um this is going back probably 15 years ago and i remember all these kids elementary school age i had them write down their goals and i said write down three goals and what, what was interesting and i know you guys probably have an idea what the goals look like but every single these kids every single one of these kids wrote down i remember it it was be a professional NFL player, um, be a uh, be in an NBA. Um, there was a couple want to be professional baseball players. A couple wanted to be rappers. Mm -hmm. So I remember, you know, looking at it, and and then I was saying to myself, that that was their goals in elementary school because that was all they were exposed to. Exposed to. You follow me? Yeah. And so now I've got several of those kids who are now 18, 19, and twenty. And I'm doing the same exercise with them, and it has moved towards, um, you know, getting a car, getting a house. A couple of them, you know, have, you know, being having a family, you know, wife, and all. so it's interesting how I, I think goal setting, you know, it is in perpetual motion, but it also has to do with your experience because if if you don't if you don't know what a you know you know what an automobile looks like or a, a plane or a big house or you can't dream because you've never seen it it's hard to set that goal, right? So I think that's interesting how, you know, in, in understanding people's perceptions and experiences and how that plays into goal setting in general, um, you know, I, I think that's, uh, you know, profound. Cause right now, like I said, I've set my goals higher. You know, I'm, I'm thinking private jet now, I'm, I'm thinking yacht maybe. Not, those are only material things, but when I set those material goals, I'm dreaming higher than I used to is my point, so. Yeah. Yes. Anyway. Hey, Russ, yeah. that was great. And, and as you were talking, I'm thinking, okay, let's go back to what Joe mentioned about the Detroit Lions. Okay. Okay. I'm going to pose this question to you, brothers. All right. At the start of each season, knowing, knowing the history of the Detroit Lions, um, they, I think they were the first team that went 0-16. They won't go 0-16 this year because they tied a game. They might go 0-16-1, uh -huh. okay. but at least they won't go 0-17. Is it realistic that come next June, when they start training camp, is it realistic that they have aspirations to win the Super Bowl? Is that a realistic goal? You know, man, that's a good question. I'm this is good Joe. Yeah. So now, now we're, we're getting into uh smart goals, right? I, okay. I was, <laughs> All right. We were going to talk, we were going to talk about uh smart goals. Right. So that using smart, smart is an acronym for setting your goals, right? And that's uh, making them specific. The S is for specific. The M okay. is for measurable. Okay. The A is achievable. And that's what we're talking about, Boone. Is that achievable? Um, then the R is for relevant. Uh, and then the T is for time specific. Okay. So to say of coming off of uh, uh, O and 16 and 1 season mm -hmm. may not be a smart goal to say that we're going to win the Super Bowl, but it is achievable. It is. Okay, so, so if it's achievable, mm -hmm. should I? All right, let's let's look at it this way. If I'm 0 16 and one, 
And come next season, I say my goal is to win the Super Bowl that season. Is that a smart goal? Or should I say, okay, if I'm if I finished last season the way that I did, should my goal be to make the playoffs at least? Mm-hmm. Should my goal even be to, to win one game because I didn't win any games the previous season? You, you follow right. what I, you follow where I'm going? I do. Yeah. Yeah. I do. Yeah. So I, I think you do achieve high. I mean, in my opinion, I, I think you achieve high. If I'm 0 16, I I still set that goal in my mind. Man, I'm we're going. I'm going to we're going to Super Bowl. Again, that's how I was brought up sports-wise. I, I don't care if I lost, if we lost every game. The next, the next game to the earlier point about having a chance to another chance at it. I'm I'm aiming high. I'm we're going to Super Bowl next year. That's how I that's how I would approach it. Yeah. I, there and, are some teams that go from worst to first. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Correct. And, and I agree, I I agree with what Russ is saying there because so overall, if if you're looking at um what if you look at a smart goal, <clears throat> all five of those things would have to be a, it would have to be an effect. Um, a specific goal going to the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. a measurable goal, meaning you have to win a certain amount of games, right? To even qualify, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, achievable is, is it achievable with the talent that you have, or do you need new talent? But it is achievable if you set the right all the right uh, parts in place. Is it relevant? Heck yeah, it's relevant because you want to be, you want to get out of this rut that you're in. You have to put instill that, um, instill that mindset in the guys that are playing. And then is it time specific? It is time specific because you have a season to accomplish it. So all of those are in place. So then you, yes, you, it's a, it's a smart goal. I, and I have to retract because I said it wouldn't be a smart goal, but it is a smart goal if you plan it correctly and you actually put into place those things that will make it happen. And then, and then making having the team buy into it, right? Yep. If the team buys into it, anything is achievable. It, it, and, and just on that point, Booms, I want to answer your question because I, I have a real life. I just just came to me. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I have a real life illustration real quickly that to that exact point, Joe, in, in, 19, in, in 1982, when I was in high school, my, our previous year as juniors, and I'm, I'm, just, I'm a senior in 1982, but our previous year in football, my, uh, which I played, J, I'm sorry, I played a junior year and my senior year, we were probably, I think we were 50, 50, we probably, we, we probably won less than 50% of our games. And I remember that summer leading into my senior year, the quarterback, uh, Thomas Chapman, a couple of my other friends, there was a group of us, maybe five of us. We were that summer we were practicing. And I remember we would go out there like, you know, four or five times a week, whatever, just throwing the balls. This is before actual practice started. We were just prepping ourselves. And I remember saying to Thomas and Thomas said to me, dude, we're going to win the States. We're going to win the States next year. We're going to, we're going to win it. We're going to win it. And I remember that energy. And I remember, just how 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 sure I was that we were going to do it, and we ended up winning this winning the uh, states that year. And the and the and Rich Montgomery hasn't won a state championship since. That was 1982, mm. and the previous the previous time they had won a state was I think in the 60s. So wow. it was like and so. My point is, 
I'm I'm a real you know, I'm living it because I remember us setting that goal, being focused on it, and it coming true. And part of it of, of us winning the states, I do believe, is that we had enough of our core team buying into the fact that we were winning the states. Yeah. Anyway, I just think that's uh, you know appropriate to bring up as a real life illustration, especially since we're talking about football. Also, yeah, yeah, so yeah. Good stuff, so, man. So that that is good because. The buy-in, right? If you if you have a if you set a goal for yourself, yeah. then you have to believe you're going to achieve it. There you go. You have to believe it because if you don't believe it, then you won't achieve. It. I mean, that's the bottom. That that's, is it. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. Man. Good. Thank you for that uh, real life story, there, Russell. Sure thing. Sure thing. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you gotta you you gotta have a buy-in too. You gotta. As a leader, yeah, uh, you've got to you've uh -oh. got to project a winning attitude. You've got to Come on, sell that goal to the people that are are uh, following you. Yeah. In other yeah. words, if I'm looking to sign free agents, right? When they roll up in for the interview, it's not like no, you know, we're just trying to we're just trying to make the playoffs. No, you want to hear somebody say, no, our goal is to not only get to the Super Bowl. But to win the Super Bowl, uh -huh. yeah. so you can't have people that that don't uh, have high expectations, mm -hmm. and and you can you can uh, temper your expectations, but you still have to have them achievable to the point where they're still re realistic. Yeah. Now, okay. you know I, I hate to pick on the Detroit Lions, but my team has always been picked on. But who that? <laughs> Go ahead, man. Meddling. <laughs> but look at it this way. If I'm trying to recruit free agents for next season, right? They know the history. Right. But when they come into that office as as a as a head coach, as a GM, as an owner, mm -hmm. you can't say, well, you know, we finished 016 and 1. Our goal is to to at least win five games. No. You, you, right. you have to have a you have to have a Super Bowl winning mentality, regardless of what happened. Yeah. The teams in your division, they could have they could have injuries that knock out their star player. And you could find yourself winning the division. Hey, so. Hey. Uh, yeah. One of the things that you want to do is is in setting goals mm -hmm. is to not focus on what's in the rearview mirror. That's right. Great. That's right. So because, because oh go ahead, man. I'm sorry. So just because I finished 016 and one mm -hmm. doesn't mean that I can't go all the way to the Super Bowl. Like I said, there are teams that have finished uh that have gone from worst to first. Yeah, yeah. How about so it? So you gotta have the mentality that you know I can't put the toothpaste back in the tube. Mm -hmm. This is a brand new season. Okay. Yeah, man. And and don't and don't give up because I can tell you my team is uh, still in the hunt to get into the playoffs. And them jokers, they've lost more games than they've won, but they're uh -huh. still in the hunt, baby. The hunt. Not giving up. So with that being said, yeah, we'll see you after the break. Awesome. Thanks for thanks for pulling up a seat, and uh, we'll talk some more about are your goals smart? Like it, like it.
Hi, this is Allison G. Daniels, three-time best-selling author who has written over 31 books. I am a book writing coach and publisher. I am excited today to offer you my 30-day Write to Finish book writing program. Whether you are preparing to write a book, are in mid-process, or have completed your first draft of a full-length book, this workshop is for you. What you would get, you will learn how to draft your outline, brainstorm and organize your ideas, identify your target audience, develop your content, avoid common writing mistakes, and time management. To get started, visit my website at www.agdpublishing.com. Take advantage of this opportunity before the class is full. This is Allison G. Daniels, and I look forward to working with you. Hey, what's up, fellas? If you're looking for healthy, thought-provoking conversations on a variety of topics dealing with life issues, be a transparent, open dialogue for men who need a dose of honest, engaging, and heartfelt discussions. Tune in to Inside the Armor, airing Mondays at 8 a.m., hosted by Joe, Russ, and yours truly, Boone. We would love to have you vibe with us as we talk about our trials and our triumphs our messes, and our successes. Join us for Inside the Armor, Mondays at 8 a.m. Iron Sharpening Iron, one podcast at a time. Oh, we're back. Back. <laughs> we are back. <laughs> the goal was to get back on time, right? Yes, yeah. Sir. Yes, sir. How about that? All right. So I've got to make my goals plain and achievable, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So you guys know that I, that I had a goal set uh, a couple of months ago based on my employment situation. Mm -hmm. And unless a miracle happens in the next several weeks, I will not attain that goal. Mm -hmm. And that, that was a short-term goal. We also have to have long-term goals. Right. Uh, Now, as time went on during this uh, four month period, things started to happen. And did I, did I readjust my goal? No. Mm-hmm. I still firmly believe that by the end of the year, I would reach that goal. Mm-hmm. Now, as we sit with only a few uh, days remaining in the year, do I still think I'm going to get my goal? No. I'm not saying, well, I didn't mean no, like, I don't think I'm going to reach that goal. I mean, yeah. no, I'm not going to have that thought that I'm not going to reach that goal. Mm-hmm. Anything is possible. Yeah. And sure. there's sometimes, sometimes we have to 
allow for the anything is possible because if we if we get too focused on you know everything is in my hands i have to do this i'm self-sufficient we don't want to get there is what i'm saying uh we have to allow room for god to do what god does mm. great that point is, that's a great point man yeah, it is yes and, it is and um understanding that that like you were saying boom four months ago you have set a goal you have a vision right a vision of what that's going to look like mm -hmm. and when we set our visions before God, he, he, not that he doesn't already know them. Right. But he just wants us to be committed to it. Mm -hmm. He's all, he's actually saying, okay, yeah, you have a goal, but how committed are you to reaching your goal? If you want me to help you, mm -hmm. I need to, I need to be able, you need to convince this, this is uh, my own, um, analogy in my own way of uh, thinking this thing through but yeah if i want god to help me to meet my goal right he needs to know that i'm fully bought into my own goal he needs to know that i i'm fully uh, i'm fully in on my vision for him to even come to me to say oh or or, or uh, reach out and extend his hand to help me reach it that's how i feel about it because if you if you take that, let's say you go to uh, let's just use uh, going to a bank for a loan mm -hmm. for a new for a new business that you have have thought about. And so you go to the bank for the loan, then the bank is going to want some specifics about this business. Yeah. Well, he yeah. wants to know, want to know that, mm -hmm. you know, I want to get my return on investment. ROI. Yeah, yeah. And so when we go to. To them, we have to have a plan, right? A business plan. Yep. And we have to have a a uh, uh, and a, a business outcome. What what is this business going to produce? Yeah. So if you think about it, that in terms of when we have these goals and our visions, we go to God with these things. Mm. We should have a plan, right? And we should have an outcome. Yeah. If we yep. want God to to invest in yes. us. So that's yeah. how I look at it. No, I love it. I, I, I read, it's funny, it's, it's tying right into some, some notes I took. It, it, uh, one of the quotes I read was, uh, ambiguity is the enemy of accomplishments. And, uh, and, I, and I think you're, you're right on it, Joe, with that point about being specific, because I think, um, you know, God is a goddess of, of, of specifics. Um, he certainly can bless you in a new bless us in a number of ways. But like you said, I, I do believe God wants us to come with a plan. And I, I think planning part of planning uh, does involve writing things down. I think you can think about things. You can, you know, I want to do this. I want to do that. But writing it down as I was taught early on makes it real. Mm -hmm. And I remember specifically going back and I, to this day, I'm still doing it more now. Cause I, I told you I, I did a season where I wasn't doing it, but I go back and look at those goals and it's fun to write, to cross them off the ones I accomplished. And then it also gives me ideas, man, dream bigger. Like you accomplished that in two, three years, you know, you know, God willing, you got another, you know, number of years left in you, whatever God blesses me with. So put down some new goals, do some new goal setting. And I, I think that, um, uh, you know, one, one of the main things that I've learned from 
this topic that we're going over uh, today is that when, when I did the research uh, on the percentage of, uh, of, of accomplishments or successes, that, that's, that's the thing that I, I, I got in doing my research. And there's one statistic that says that people that write down goals are, and this is just on one study, 42% more likely to achieve those goals by writing them down than those who don't. So yeah. the study that they, they had done, they took people who had not written down goals and the ones that had written down goals, and there was a 42% more likelihood. Hmm. I, that, that just blew my mind. I'm like, that's crazy. Like, why, why wouldn't I, as I you know reinvent myself now, why wouldn't I want to write down more about my goals if I want to achieve certain things? So again, I, I think if we're talking about you know achieving things we want, I do believe, and I'm going to strongly stand behind this, that writing them down increases your chances significantly yeah. you know, to achieve that goal, no matter what it is, you know, be a better husband, um, you know, uh, be a better brother, uh, make more money, live in a bigger house. I mean, I can go down the list, whatever that is, writing it down specifically, because it, a couple of things, one, you write it down, it makes it real. And then you're still, and then you're praying about it and meditating about it. Yeah, like man, that's powerful right there. So anyway, that's that's my two cents. I just thought about that, man. I got I got to do better on that, you know, on that uh, on 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 that uh, you know that that level of uh, goal setting. Man, man, that was worth forty two cents right there, bro. <laughs> it's huge, man. Yeah, Hit I mean, right think, if, if you think about it, you know, you you being an, an investor, Russ, and, and right. Um, so if you had the opportunity to guarantee mm -hmm. your your clients a 42% increase or return wow on their investment right right how many i mean you know think about that 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 right there is huge man that is man that's uh, cuz what what do we get if we put our money in the bank yeah you get that get that 1% <laughs> 1% so if you put your goal in the in in a bank, yeah, yeah. which is, which is uh, I would equate that to just having it upstairs in your head and your brain, right? When you put your goal there, you may get one to two percent, maybe as high as five percent chance of return on that. Mm -hmm. But if you write it down, then I'm going to get a forty-two percent return on that. Man, that's crazy. That's big, man. That, that's uh that's life changing right there. It could be for a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, I know it is for me. Yeah, there you go. So back in August, had I written down that specific <laughs> goal? Are you telling me that? <laughs> yes, I, yes. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm listening. I'm Man. saying the chances. The chances are higher. The, the chance. The statistics show. They they show, boom. They, they show. Boom. But you know what's you know what's good about that, Bo? It's not too late. It's not too late. Write that thing down, man. Write it down. Write it down. Gonna do that. Yeah. Yep. Write that's it down a, and believe it. So, so going back that conversation that that we did have about uh, the uh, vision board, and right? It's setting higher goals. Yeah. You know, let's re regurgitate that a little bit. That so the okay. vision board was to put pictures to to things that i had in my mind like like you said uh uh for me it was it's it's making a connection and and 
homeland Africa. I want to be able to visit there mm-hmm. and I want to be able to, to uh, have a connection with, with uh, the people there. Okay. Another one I had on that vision board was a picture of the Grand Canyon. Another one I have on the vision board is uh, being able to have a scholarship fund for uh, for young people. Mm-hmm. So all of these things are on my vision board, and uh, I need I I know that they're going to be accomplished. I can't say when it's going to happen, but I know that they're going to be accomplished because that is the vision that that God gave me. One, the vision that I have for my life. And now it's, it's, it, they're all achievable. I haven't put a specific, I, I have put specific timelines on some of them, but mm-hmm. others, I just have them as being relevant to my, to what I would like to accomplish. They're achievable. They're measured. Some of them are measurable. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in that, when we talked about it, I said how I had the Grand Canyon on there and I ended up visiting the Grand Canyon within that same year mm. and I didn't, and it wasn't any cost to me. It was like, it was an invitation to oh, wow. something else right? That, uh, that Kim and I were going to. And the Grand Canyon ended, to, ended up being a, uh, a trip that they took us on and it wasn't even part of. I remember that was a bonus. It was, right, a bonus. it was a bonus. I remember you telling that. Okay. And when I look back at that, I was like, whoa, I, I actually went and it was on the vision board and it was accomplished. So that let me know that the other things that are on the vision board will be accomplished as well. How about that? How but, about but that? One of the, one of the nuggets uh, that, that you just dropped, Joe, is the fact that even though you had the Grand Canyon trip on your vision board, yeah. the way that you got there uh, was not the expected route. Yeah. 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 So what I heard is that God intervened and allowed you to achieve that goal. Right. And your hands weren't on the steering wheel. Mm -hmm. Oh man. Man, that's powerful. And oh, let me add this in there. And it also shows me, uh, Boone, that, that he's, he's tuned into the power source because if he's not tuned into the power source, he couldn't have acknowledged that one. He couldn't have recognized the fact that, you know, that God made it happen a different way. You know, you know, it could have been just, uh, eh, just, you know, it just happened. You know what I mean? Like, but to acknowledge, you know, the master's power in that achievement, uh, is, uh, in itself a, uh, uh, a powerful statement, Joe. So. Yeah. I remember, I remember, uh, getting, getting that text message with him and first lady out there at the grand Canyon. And I'm like, it's Bamman and Photoshop. The Grand Canyon in the background. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Right. Oh, man. Yeah, that's uh, and, and um, that's great. And it didn't even dawn, like I said, it didn't even dawn on me. Right. Until I got back and I was having a conversation with you guys. And it's like, oh, man, you know, that was achieved. And I didn't I didn't do anything to to achieve it. It was all God. It was yeah. all God. All him. All oh, him, man. Amen. I'm just, uh, oh man. Yeah. So, you know, we we've talked about, uh, you know, smart goals. Right now, what they we explain what that is having smart goals. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's talk about. And and Russ, you talked about short term goals, long term goals. 
Yeah. And one of the things that, uh, you know, going back to my mentor, uh, mm-hmm. Jim Rohn, he said he had a 50-year goal. So, mm-hmm. you know, when we talk long-term, a lot of people will think, okay, 10 years, 20 years. You say, where do you want to be in 50 years? So when you're in your 20s, where do you want right. to be in your 70s? Yes. Teens, where do you want to be in your 60s? I mean, you know, Man. when you think it out like that, and and actually make that uh, put those those goals written somewhere. Yep. Where you could go back and look at them. Yep. That's another important thing. Go back and look at them. For the short term short term term goals, we want to look at them on a daily basis. Right. And and we want to plan on a daily basis. You know what what am I going to do today to today? Yep to reach my goal. Yeah. Don't worry about tomorrow. What am I going to do today to reach today. my goal? And it's just, you have to do that on a daily basis in order to get to where we want to go. Absolutely. I, I, and I know I talked about this on one of the few previous podcasts. One of my, my, one of my new daily, and this is in past uh, 60 to 90 days, to be honest with you guys, one of my new goals is to accomplish everything that my wife asked me to do on that day y'all y'all know how you know how i get a little nervous when i'm because i you know i forget things so when she when she in the morning she lays out can you do this for me boom 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 you know again this may sound you know trivial or feeble to some people but i know who i am and i said i set a goal man do not mess it up like like do do everything she says and it helps me if i do it first thing in the morning it might be you know, pick up something at the uh, the pharmacy for her, uh, pick up some, whatever it is, I try to make that as a priority. And then my other goal set is, you know, putting my business stuff behind, you know, the priorities that first lady has, or, or she asked me to do. And I'm not saying I do it all the time, but I, I, I do wake up in the morning with a consistent thought of trying to reach that goal. And I keep, you know, keeping it simple, because I agree with you, Joe, you know, you, you have short term, Mm-hmm. I've always brought up short-term, medium, and long-term goals. The short-term goals were between one and two years. Midterm were between two and five, and long-term were five to ten. That that's mm-hmm. how I was brought up. Mm-hmm. And when I look at my goal book, and I've been doing it the past several days, I realized that my early goals in life, in my you know my my teens and twenties, was about money and things and accomplishing a certain level of financial wealth, which is nothing wrong with that, okay. but. As I'm getting older, I'm in my 50s now, I realize that now what I'm writing down are goals that are pertaining to kingdom building or things that are going to leave a legacy that, that I can build on this side because I realize that the material things, you know, especially at 57, are mm-hmm. so fleeting. Money means nothing. I'm not taking it, you know, y'all know the whole thing. I'm not taking it with me. Right. Where now I'm thinking about more kingdom building and planting seeds that will you know, will last for, you know, beyond when I'm here. So uh, just funny how that stuff changes, you know? Yes. Uh, yes. Yes. That's, that's a, um, you know, and, and our goals do change. Yeah. Rest because, you know, some of those things that we, some of the goals that we accomplish, you know, they, okay, they've been accomplished. Now we need to replace them with a new goal, a bigger goal. And there's, sure. no, and there's no reason not to dream big. Like we, when we were sitting down and we were talking about uh, uh, 
having having a having a jet, our own private jet. Yeah, right, right. And then I sent y'all a picture of the jet that seats fifteen people. Like Good gracious, you know, we don't just Woo. need a, a jet; we need a jet that can carry our family. Right, right. That was so big, man. That was that big. right there. Why? Why are we? Why do we? Um, limit our goals. We need to dream big. We need to have, we need to have big visions of accomplishment and bring those things to God and let him be the one that helps us get where we need to go. He he will he will do it, man. Yeah, he can do if it. If we have but we have to be we have to be bought in or bought into our own goals. We have to believe it ourselves. Not only that, but but and here I go with a, a shameless plug. We need a, we need accountability Ooh. as well to to achieving those goals. That would be episode one. Yeah, man. And yeah. you know, I'm gonna need a brother that says, okay, if you if you have a certain financial goal, why did you just buy this item that you don't even need? Right, right. right. So you're gonna need somebody that says, yo, you're gonna grab your collar and say, man. How are you going to achieve your goal if you if you're making uh, unwise uh, purchases? Yeah, yeah, right, right. So <laughs> no. You do need accountability. You need accountability. You said, hold on, you said um, when you make that purchase, you should grab them by the collar, right? Yeah. Yeah. So no, I, I, I'm, I was getting ready to say something because as a as a leader, like so, you're leading your family. Well, no, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say that. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna let that. Uh, at that line because as a leader you have to have you have to have buy-in as a leadership as a family leader you mm-hmm. have to have buy-in mm-hmm. to those goals with your spouse sometimes right yes so yes we, yeah. we could go there i don't want to necessarily go there but i was just laughing when you said pull by the collar I, you know, obviously i couldn't do that yeah, but yeah. uh I, th- I think that's a challenge on itself when you're and i'm not picking on you know anyone's uh, first lady or wife, I'm saying, because it could be the, the wife listening. So it could be the, the husband spending. But I think there's a challenge in, in, in you know, your goal setting because, you know, you were setting this goal, but yet your partner may be doing things to do things that are detrimental to that goal. I'm, I'm just using a financial goal for, say, you know, we're, we're trying to save $100. Meanwhile, your partner, husband or wife is spending $110. So, you know, we could go there, but I, I'm just... Just a thought. It could be challenging, is what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah. Just went there. Yeah, I just did there. I did go there. I'm sorry. We can talk about that at another podcast. But uh, <laughs> goal, goal setting is important and it is challenging, uh, uh, especially in a, in a family environment, is my yeah. point. Yeah, that, that, is, that is true. And so, uh, again, a, a lot of prayer has to be prayer. And because prayer is going to give you peace to take your hands off of the wheel. Like, That's right. I, I don't, I think I, I think I mentioned this to you guys before, but when you said, uh, uh, let taking your hands off of the wheel, it, the will of, and let, let God handle it, mm-hmm. certain, certain aspects of it. Um, uh, I think, I, I really think I said this before, but it was about when Kim and I were taking Joshua to school down in North Carolina. Did I mention driving to North Carolina with them? And I remember um, both of them being asleep in the car Mm -hmm. and I was driving along and I started to get a little groggy myself. 
But then when I looked around the car and I saw them both asleep, right, it actually let me realize the responsibility I had for their lives at that point, right? So mm. I'm responsible for their lives, right. but they are so comfortable with me driving or me or putting their life in my hands that they're able to sleep while I'm at the wheel. Yeah. So when we compare that, when I compared it, and I'd say the Holy Spirit spoke to me at that time and said, this is how you are supposed to trust me with your life. Got it. You should be able to go to sleep and let me hand drive the wheel. So that's not to say that you don't plan. That's not to say that you don't um, uh, write those goals down. Right. But it's to say that you don't worry about the outcome of it. You just do what you have to do and let God control the rest of it. God, take give him the wheel of your life and let him take you where he needs you to go. I like that. Yeah, it takes the frustration out of 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 setting that goal and then your partner not not necessarily seeing that goal. But if God gives you that goal, you focus on that and let God handle the rest of the team, not necessarily following following the plan y'all know I'm go- y'all know where I'm going yeah, yeah you don't you don't put too much stress on that you just say god you know ha- handle that cuz you know what the goal is and uh, bless it according to your will and so yeah i that's a great point joe back in the day there used to be a bumper sticker that said god is my co-pilot mm-hmm. and then someone had the, the 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 wisdom to come out with another bumper sticker that said if god is your co-pilot switch seats <laughs> there you go <laughs> they I never heard that one. I what? like that. If what? God, no, I never heard that. That's good, man. Boy, that's a good one right there. Shoot. That's uh yep. So, so we're I'm, about I, to uh I know the credits are rolling. Close. Let me let me jump let me throw this game right quick. Because I know what Bones get ready getting ready to do. But, you know what? You know, going back to that, when I was talking about um, the biblical uh, message that I wanted to say is that, you know, if there is no vision, the people will perish. And yes, yes. So therefore, as the leader, as you said, you know, being the, the, the head of the household, the leader of the group, the, 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 uh, the coach of the team, you have to have the vision so that the people that are following you will not perish. Amen. Thank you so much for joining our discussion today. If you have any uh, feedback that you'd like to hit us up with, you can contact us at info.insidethearmor at gmail.com. That's info.insidethearmor at gmail.com. Hey, man. Peace. I I had another thing. Oh, (laughs) oh. (laughs) We're out. (laughs) 